turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. And now we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your real estate chalk talk. Hey, thanks for staying with us. Welcome back to the program. August here in Minnesota, the big state fair is going on, and we are talking probate. That's right. That's so exciting. Because you eat all that food at the state fair, man, you have a heart attack. I don't know. You better, have better get covered. your fairs in order. You better. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's talk about health care directives and uh, durable powers of attorneys and such. I'm dealing uh, with a, uh, uh, a home right now where. Uh, grandson is selling a home for grandma because she's in the went in the nursing home and and uh, now he's uh, in charge of selling that property. So talk through that of of the what is a durable power of attorney? Yeah, a durable power of attorney uh, is basically uh, you're giving authority for an, uh, another individual to handle your financial affairs and basically your lifestyle choices. They determine where you live. They sign contracts for you. Um, they manage your money and pay your bills. Um, there's a lot more to it than that, but in, in a nutshell, that's what it is. But they do this in the event you become incapacitated. That's mm-hmm. the intent. Mm-hmm. Well, we better get that one signed, senior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you don't have a health care directive? Yeah, we, we do. do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, yeah, and that's a different, that's in medical, the medical realm. There's two types of power of attorney. There's a uh, durable power of attorney. By the way, it gets its name durable. Uh, that it uh, from it enduring in case you become incapacitated. Okay, it carries on. Is it revocable until that? Or it is. It, it is revocable as long as you still have your faculties. Mm-hmm. And what determines that? Uh, doctor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the document can determine that. And the documents I produce say a doctor and your spouse mm-hmm. being in an agreement or a court of law, or if you go missing, this is an odd one. If you go missing mm-hmm. for more than thirty days. Uh, then your uh, agent will have authority to handle your affairs. Mm. So if I run off to Tahiti? Yep, mm, yep, <laughs> not to be seen. I, I always say watch the Boundary Waters trips, you know. Yeah. Compass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. I'll run off to Tahiti also. My credit, my credit card stops working. Dang it, she shut it off. <laughs> 29 days, got to be back. <laughs> yep. And so then the the durable, and then what was the other one you said? Healthcare direct. Healthcare yes, directors. Yeah, they're different. Yeah. yeah, there's a medical power of attorney and there's a durable power of attorney. A financial, that's durable. And then there's a healthcare power of attorney. Minnesota has a healthcare directive, which is an equivalent to a healthcare power of attorney. They are actually different documents. But uh, the healthcare directive is distinguishable in that it's a Minnesota specific form. And it, you typically see a lot of blank lines where you got to fill in your preferences for medical care. So it's mm-hmm. it's very um, it, it it's putting the burden on the person completing the form to answer all the questions. Uh, the healthcare power attorney, that's generally what I utilize, puts in favorable language that most people would want into the power attorney document itself. So it, there's no blank lines to fill out. I do ask questions on the front end to see what the, the interest they have and what they want in the power attorney but they don't have to be filling in blank lines. Uh, one thing I will say about the durable power attorney, there's two types. There's a short form, which is a five-page document, and there's a longer 28-page common law power attorney. 
Uh, very distinguishable. The short form power of attorney is a Minnesota specific form, and the day you sign it's the day your agent has authority. Okay. So you have concurrent authority. Both of you can act. A common law power of attorney it has a lot more powers you're given to your agent than a short form says on its face, like handling digital assets, uh, taking care of your pets. None of that. None of that's stated on a short form. Opening your mail and responding to your mail. So the common law power mm. of attorney attorney um, is available for that. It also has guardianship language where you appoint your agent to be a guardian if a guardian is needed. Mm-hmm. That can keep you out of court and it can cost three to 5000 I've heard now 10000 to go through a guardianship proceeding. So a common law power attorney I utilize pretty much all the time now uh, for my clients. And and when uh, what, what happens if uh, that's granted and you've got a durable power of attorney and now the, the person that you've granted it to and you come in conflict? Yeah. Then you, th- yeah, I can just re- revoke it at any yep. one point in time, or you can. Does the guardian have any uh, authority in that manner, and is there some kind of a proceeding that needs to go through, or? or well, a legal guardianship, if it's approved, a guardian is approved by the court, uh, that will supersede a power of attorney. The power of attorney basically is extinguished by the guardianship proceeding. If you have to go to court and have a judge appoint a guardian, so uh, and that can't be revoked. Okay. Uh, only a judge can re, uh, revoke, revoke a, a guardianship. Because a guardianship essentially says you you are no longer able. That's correct. Okay. They're speaking for you in terms of any contractual matters and legal matters. Uh, so they, yeah, you can't revoke their authority. That's why it's kind of dangerous if you don't have a power of attorney document listing who you want as a guardian because you're leaving it up to a judge to decide. Mm-hmm. Now, most times a family member will step forward and say, judge, I'll be willing to be the guardian, although that's takes like that's a big responsibility mm-hmm. but i'll step forward but then you'll have another family member showing up to court saying judge don't pick that person because yeah. they have look at their criminal rap sheet you yeah, know, yeah. And, or they they embezzled money and uh and so you get into all these issues and the judge because and it's his you know she she says versus he says and the judge says oh forget it i'm picking a professional guardian mm-hmm. and now you got some stranger such as from like US luther and like the professional guardian such as who well, there, there's professional you can Google it. There's a guardian uh, professional guardians in Minnesota. There's several companies that offer guardianship services. Like Lutheran, is it Lutheran, Lutheran Brotherhood? Brotherhood. Or so, yeah, yep. something like yep. that. Yep. yep. And uh, and they know what they're doing, obviously, they do. because they they've done it all the time. Mm-hmm. But they've handled a number of cases, and so response times may not always be what someone likes. Mm-hmm. And um, and so and you lose the sensitivity to that person's needs, whereas a family member may. Uh, know that better and respect that more. So. How often should one revisit their their estate documents? Uh, generally, the rule is about three years, but three to five years is a stretch. But and that's good because family uh, dynamics could change yeah. for sure. <laughs> yes, they do. And, yeah, uh, we've changed guardians for our children. Yeah, a couple times. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you're proactive. That's really good. Um, uh, that can change, so it could be family dynamics, and then um, the other thing is that the laws can change. Mm. And Ours so, was, oh, I mean, sure. just for listeners, I mean, we did that because of location changes. Like, oh. you know, our kids are older now. They're mm. very ingrained in where right. they are, their yeah. school. And like, if we if we die in a plane crash tomorrow, I don't want them moving out of state. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they want to be by family, right. close to their grandma and grandpa, be by their friends. Sure. I don't want to pull them out of all their activities, you Makes know, sense. just completely... If right, we when die, they were younger, that's going to be a big enough hiccup then to take them away yeah. from all of their yeah. daily activities, right? right? Sure. You want to keep that maintained. Good so that's you. why we did that. That's, that's the only very, reason we that's did good. that. That's very, that's, <clears throat> that's very uh, insightful 
to be able to take care of those things in advance like that and stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's pe- the people get a feeling once they do get a will or estate plan signed that it's once and done, and now I've taken care of that. I don't have to think about it for the rest of my life. Because most people don't want to think about it, which is no. really it's really too bad. It's one of those things that uh, people just stall. They they just procrastinate, and, and yep. it, it is a hard topic mm-hmm. to 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 think about and and process, but. Man, it's a big one. It's yeah. it's you know s- super important. Now, you know, after my my dad passed, we then changed ours because ours was the same thing. We had done it when you guys were young. You know, my girlfriend's like, "When do I get off of being your personal rep?" Right? But the kids were younger and no, you know, so trusted her to to do the job and and so I mean, that was how many years of a span. Yeah, but it like it's the same time. kind of thing, right? Yeah. You guys are older now yeah, and things, things and changed, things dynamics changed, changed. And, yeah, you know. and and so it's it's important I think to to definitely um And it's not always that. like, oh, I don't like that person that much no, no, anymore. No, no. So it's now it's this. No, no, it's, it's like the reality of life and the reality of life ebb and, and flow. And who's who's alive, who's past who's now you know who's got near, alzheimer's issues yep. you know i mean like all this stuff how can people get a hold of joe how can people get a hold of joe they can give him a ring-a-ling-a-ling at 763-427-9066 763-427-9066 jfield law.com i want field law.com and in the last couple of minutes i just want you to um to let the listeners just a caption about your your book that you wrote about finding your dad and where can they look up that information if they're interested in your story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found my dad for the first time five years ago after going a lifetime of not knowing him, not even knowing his name. I was never adopted, and I had searched for him like crazy for a couple of decades. You know, later in life after I had my own kids. I was able to find him. That's described in my book. My book is uh, titled Finding Joe Adams. You can find it on Amazon. It's an audible as well. But uh, I list how I found him ultimately, but it's more of a story of my life without a dad uh, and my kind of a faith journey that developed. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it at the time, but uh, but God was there from the very beginning, kind of using people to guide me without a father. And then a Father's Day prayer back in 2016, where I got in God's face in my living room and said, God, how long will you deny me knowing my dad? You know where he is right now. You know exactly where I can find him. Show me where he is. In that prayer, little did I know, he sent someone to answer that prayer the next day, but I didn't know it. And then about eight months later, that same person came back again and uh, prompted me to take some action, which I did, and I ended up finding my dad. And uh, and so he's down in Texas. Uh, he was still alive. Amazing. He was 87, Air Force wow. vet. We were both featured on Fox News, mm. meeting each other. Uh, if you Google 87-year-old Air Force vet meets son on Fox News, you'll see a five-minute clip Interesting. of me, me and my dad. So yes. uh, so that book won a reader's favorite uh, award. Uh, and, uh, it's an international writing contest. I submitted it. And I got a bronze medal in the category of Christian nonfiction. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. Uh, Finding Joe Adams is the name. Finding Thank you. Joe Adams. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. We got to head out. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612 612- 627-8000 or go online to Hitner Group 
www.thebigcoffee.com.